Hello there. Welcome to the second episode ever of the Short Nerd vs. Short Nerd podcast. I am your host, the Short Nerd AJ, along with my co-host, the Shorter Nerd Ryan, as he always will be, the equal, the great. How are you tonight? I'm doing pretty good, and I will always be the Shorter Nerd unless I grow, which I might grow. But yeah, I'm doing pretty good. Dude, I'm going to be honest. I just want to get into this movie. I've been wanting to talk about this movie all week. I just want to start talking about it. This is one of my favorite, you know, classics. I just love this movie so much. And we didn't even we didn't even uh, say what movie we we're going to talk about yet, did we? No, winning with a whole 72% of your votes last week with Movie of the Week. This week, we're looking at The Nightmare Before Christmas, directed by Henry yeah. Selick, released in October of 1993, produced by Tim Burton. And uh, I want to ask you a question before we dive into the movie real quick. Yeah, what is that question, AJ? Do you view this as a Christmas movie or a Halloween movie, and why? Now, this is pretty much the question that everyone asks, and I think it's rather silly, because I think the answer is obvious. Now, I could say both and be very basic, because, yeah, it kind of is both, but I think it leans more towards the Halloween side, in my opinion. Now, let me explain. So the movie starts off in Halloween Town, right? Jack goes to Christmas Town for about 10 minutes, even less, like five minutes. He just examines. The whole rest of the movie, he's trying to recreate Christmas. At the end of the movie, they realize, oh, we shouldn't fuck with other holidays. But they're in, ho- all right, here's why it's a Halloween movie, though. They're in Halloween Town for almost the entire movie, surrounded by Halloween characters, like a werewolf, a skeleton, a Frankenstein's monster, like shit like that. And when they do create Christmas, it's like this alternate Halloween version of Christmas where there's demonic toys terrorizing the town. There's a skeleton Santa Claus, you know, Jack Skellington. Right. He gets shot down by the military. This is not some holly jolly Christmas tale. This is kind of darker shit we're diving into, which is why I think it's a Halloween movie because all the Halloween characters are in it and they're the main characters. It's always in Halloween town and the Christmas they create ends up being, you know, Halloween Christmas, and then they realize they shouldn't mess with other holidays. So it's obviously a Halloween movie. Well, whoever said that Christmas had to be Holly and Jolly? Have you seen Die Hard? But that's kind of not a Chris. Oh, that's that's another debate. It's not, but it takes place during Christmas, and that movie sure as hell ain't Jolly and Holly. But we're, your argument is that, well, first of all, say your argument so we could go deeper into this, because you haven't even said it. Yes. So you said that one of the things you said was that they made this demonic Christmas. Even though it's demonic, they still made a Christmas. And that's the whole thing. They made Christmas. And the entire plot, looking at it, revolves around Christmas. Jack gets tired and he finds a new holiday. What's that holiday? Christmas. He starts studying it and telling others about it. Telling others and studying what? Christmas. Yes, it's Halloween Town. Yes, they're all Halloween characters, but they're <laughs> focusing on Christmas. So, at the end of the day, when you look at this movie, what? Ed, how do you think about it at the end of it? At the end of the movie, when you're walking out, do you think, "Oh boy, I can't wait to go celebrate Halloween," or "Oh boy, I can't wait for Christmas"? Which do you think at the end of the movie? At the end of the movie. I just think about how good of a movie it is. I don't know about you, dog. I don't walk out of the movie and I'm just like, I can't wait for Christmas now. I don't think anyone does that. Not directly, but like, 
it's almost like like a side effect it's like subconsciously like you know you watch home alone and you're like oh boy i can't wait to trip up some robbers and get left home yeah exactly listen i get your point but even though they're making christmas throughout the entire movie you have to think about this halloween characters right that's already a big thing they're always in halloween town and when they do make christmas it's you know for example they have like orange and black wrapping paper it looks scary there's a snake eating a christmas tree there's a jack-in-the-box chasing a kid down the hallway it's a scary halloween version of christmas which is why this is not a, a Christmas movie. It could be, I guess, but it leans more towards the Halloween side, in my opinion. Well, Plus, I'm at gonna... the end of the movie, at the end of the movie, they they realize that oh, we shouldn't mess with Christmas. This is our holiday. So the whole message is not Christmas. The whole message is stick with yourself and be yourself. Don't copy others. So that doesn't really tie into Christmas. But that that doesn't tie into Halloween too. The holiday where you dress up with others and you don't be yourself. That has nothing to do with it. That's just dressing up. This is stealing another holiday. That's like saying, oh, well, you know, you can't rob a bank because you're taking away things from others. Well, you can't wear Halloween costumes now. That's like saying that, bro. Makes sense Obviously, to me. Obviously, there's a difference. <laughs> We got to yeah, agree on one of them. We got to agree on one of them. Well, so. be- before we agree, I do want to shift to the music. And you notice the score, when it goes to Christmas Town, it becomes lighter and Halloween Town is darker. Mm-hmm. But the first song, this is Halloween, right? It focuses on Halloween. Mm-hmm. Almost every other song in the movie, what is it about? Christmas, Santa Claus, a bug demon, Christmas, Christmas. <laughs> Another I mean, park demon. Jack's I want song isn't really about Christmas. It's just the fact that he's tired of Halloween. And Sally's song isn't about Christmas. It's about Jack. And Oogie Boogie song, yes, it's targeted towards Santa, but it, it's Oogie Boogie torturing him. See, it's, it's, they're not about Christmas. They just kind of, you know, right. are with the plot. But and I'm trying to think right. of the other song, like the Kidnap Santa Claus song. Yeah, it ties in more to Christmas now because you're talking about Santa Claus. But what are they doing? You don't think of kidnapping people. You don't think of Christmas. You think of darker stuff. That's why I think it leans more towards the darker Halloween side because they're kidnapping Santa Claus, but and pretty much help <laughs> keeping him captive. I'm gonna turn That's one of the holly jolly. I'm gonna turn one of your points on your head. You know, Jack's I want song, Sally's I want song about Jack. Um, you know. You never say, oh, I want this for Halloween. No, you always say, I want this for Christmas. And you're like, well, Sally's about a man. Yeah. Have you ever heard of All I Want for Christmas is You by Mariah Carey? <laughs> yeah, but that's different because uh, uh, Sally's I Want song isn't – I just called an I Want song because it's like, you know, Disney I Want songs, whatever. Yeah. But she's just singing about how Jack is, you know, what the fuck. <laughs> like – and it's, uh, his I Want song is just, you know, he's tired of Halloween. Which, yeah, kind of ties into Christmas later. But at the time, he has no clue what's going to happen with Christmas Town. Right. He has no clue. Uh, I, I, that's why it's a, it's a Halloween movie, dude. Clearly. Plus, what's the title? What's the, um, what's the cover art? It's Jack Skellington on the thing. It's not snowing. It's just Jack Skellington on that um, little pride rock thing that looks like an elephant trunk. But Christmas is in the title. You almost said it. 
but Nightmare is in the title. Okay. Uh, before we decide, I just want to bring up one last point. Mm-hmm. The best song in the movie. What's this? Jack's What the Fuck song. <laughs> What's this? What's this? Yeah, that's a real. That's my favorite song in the movie. And what is it about? Christmas. Yeah, it's about Christmas, but guess what? Almost all the other songs in the movie aren't really directly tied to Christmas. Plus, how much time do they spend in Christmas Town? Five minutes. How much time do they spend in Halloween Town? The entire movie. Like, you know? Anyways, they we'll have to decide now. Let's move on to the um information about the movie. Yeah, maybe we'll... We'll, we'll, now, get, maybe, we'll get back hopefully. to it at the end of this uh Hopefully, podcast. after getting through it and going plot by plot yeah, and exactly. re- you know, saying our thoughts, we'll, we'll have a more definitive opinion. Yeah, we'll, we'll decide on it. And with All that, right, AJ, tell us about a bit of this movie. Okay, so, hear me out. This is crazy. The film follows the misadventures of Jack Skellington, Halloween Town's beloved Pumpkin King, who's become bored with the same annual routine of frightening people in the quote unquote real world. When Jack accidentally stumbles on Christmas Town, all bright colors and warm spirits, he gets a new lease on life. He plots to bring Christmas under his control by kidnapping Sandy Claus and taking over the role. But Jack soon discovers even the best laid plan of mice and skeleton men can go seriously awry. Awry? Awry why does it have a W in it? I think that might be a typo. Thanks, IMD. Guys, we know how to make a good podcast. Anyways, but yeah, yo, yo, I feel like everyone knows the plot to this fucking movie. We don't have yeah. to explain the plot. It's like, explain the plot to Star Wars. It's like, do we really need that? Lightsaber go burr, planet go boom. Alderaan goes bye-bye and fucking dies, pretty much. You know, I never I never realized it, but in, in the plot synopsis, it says, best laid plans of mice and skeleton men. So is, does that mean that there is a oh, version no, stop. No, of no, mice no, and men no, for each town? No, 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 oh, I got so, dude, um, I got the image of the guy with the axe in his head is the kid who, um, uh, the special needs kid in that, uh, story. Think about the rabbits, Lenny. <laughs> Stop. Okay, no, that got so fucking dark so fucking quick. <laughs> Anyways, uh, we finally have gotten to the plot. Let's go through this movie. Let's talk about some shit, man. So, the movie opens with the Disney logo, which is really weird considering the tone of this movie and how it's so not Disney. And usually, like, in the modern Disney movies, they'll, like, reanimate the castle to kind of fit the tone of the movie. But nah, it's just the same intro, and it doesn't work. It's such a weird tonal shift. I don't like that logo being there. Yeah, I, honestly, because it's, like, a bright blue logo and it's Disney, it just cuts to dark. It's, like, bum, 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 bum. Like, what the fuck Yeah. And it's, like, I don't know. I've never seen Nightmare Before Christmas as a Disney movie. Have you? I just haven't. No, it's always just been its own thing for me. Because, like, usually, like, the merch they sell, it's, like, I usually don't see the merch they sell in, like, a Disney store. And, like, they never use them in the parks. I know, exactly. It's weird. But the movie opens with This is Halloween. Um, What do you think about that song? Well, before I get into the song, uh, I just want to say this. So, I get why they called it Tim Burton's Nightmare Before Christmas, but yes, we yes, just give props to Henry Selleck, because he's the one who fucking directed it. Like, what does a producer even do? Like, am I stupid or I just don't know that? According to Tom F. Wilson, 
he doesn't know, and he yeah, was in exactly. movies. So it's like okay, so Tim, I get because Tim Burton's a more popular name, so I, it makes sense. Yeah, but like, sell like, like if he's the director, he like had to direct that shot by shot, and if directing claymation is. Yeah, hard. he's gotten credit. Or they should have just not... It, it should have just been called Nightmare for Christmas, not Tim Burton's Nightmare. Yeah. But whatever. Uh, they like need another, money. Yeah. <laughs> and another thing was about, like, just while we're talking about, like, claymation shot by shot, this mm-hmm. movie's so fluid. Yeah, dude. It's like, so good. Usually with, like, a lot of claymation, there'll be points where you could see it's a little, like, block, blocky. Yeah, this movie, honestly, sometimes it feels like animation. It's so insane. It's so smooth. uh, That's why it's, like, so good. But anyways, let's go through the plot. Now that we're done, like, sucking this movie's dick and praising it to death, because it's been praised by everyone, hasn't it? Sucking this movie dick. It's dick. We just kicked the producer in its balls. Yeah, but not the director. Hmm. Well, we, I mean, he he directed Coraline, and that's about it. So, and I think I haven't even seen that movie. I know that's the one with the button people, and yeah, it looks spooky, so I don't want to watch it. Uh, one time when I was younger, someone told me the plot, and I did not want to open my closet for about a week. <laughs> yeah, it's fucking dark, dude. Tim Burton stuff's dark. Yeah, it's dark, but like, it's also like, kind of not. Like, I know, like. Do you think of it's like not Tim the Burton? darkest stuff I've ever seen, but it's dark for like kids' movies. I was gonna say, like, you think you say it's dark. I think of Tim Burton. I think of like this and like the shrunken headman from Beetlejuice. Like it's <laughs> the the movie, not the musical. The totally different things. I have different opinions, but that's another time. Yeah. Anyways. Right. The go. movie the movie opens with um with This is Halloween. And as I was saying before, uh what do you think of this song? I just want to I get think your opinion of it. Perfect opening, and it's dark. It's like, and plus you get introduced to almost like every side character too. Yeah. And I love how um Oogie Boogie is not introduced until like this like end of the second act, and he's just a silhouette. Like he's just a silhouette until the end of the second act, and you see him in the moon, and you're like, who's that guy? Like what? Like where did this dude come from? Right. Um. Uh, and, and it it the the, the, the D- Danny Elfman score is so darkly optimistic in the beginning. Mm-hmm. It, it's it's wonderful. Um, this is Halloween. It's a good song. I enjoy it. Honestly, the lyrics are a little basic, but it but for the beginning of a movie where it's trying to get the plot, uh, not the plot, but like the character and the world building. Yeah, you gotta build up the world, which I think this song does perfectly. in World building. It takes the setting. It introduces you to pretty much almost every character. Sally gets introduced. Uh, Jack does. I'm trying to think of like a main character who doesn't. So Jack Skellington is really tall. Like, I... oh shit, he's tall. Yeah, he's really tall. So plus, um, before we get into Jack Skellington stuff in this song, uh, so like, there's a scene where there's a tree and there's a bunch of lynched bodies and they're singing. Why are the lynch bodies singing? I, I don't know. I just always found that so disturbing, dog. To quote some jerk with a camera, must be Disney magic. 
Dude, it's just, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's funny. We just wrote in the notes, in all caps, why are the lynch body singing? So I just had to get to that somehow. Yeah. But, so, the Pumpkin King Jack makes his entrance. Uh, how would, I, I don't want to describe it as epic, because I feel like, like, it's cool, but it's not, I wouldn't say epic, and I don't know any other word. How would you describe the fire I entrance? think it actually is really cool, because, first of all, when you hear pumpkin thing, you obviously think of pumpkin. So the movie misleads you into thinking he's a dude with like a pumpkin head right and that's right. what he is but then he sets himself on fire and then he jumps into this acidic water and then he rises up and it reveals that he's actually skeleton and i love his little bat bow that it's like all damp but then it like kind of poofs up as he rises i think it's yeah epic. i think it's epic but i don't it's, know it's that like that stuff's like a just attention to detail which i really appreciate like to talk about like water and hair, um, like there there have been movies like Star Wars, for example, where the scene after like they're in the trash compactor, the scene after they're all clean, their hair is fine. Mm -hmm. Like it, I, I was gonna tell a story about Harrison Ford that he told my Crammel, but I don't want to get off topic. So yeah, <laughs> the Pumpkin King Jack comes in after his entrance after living another scary Halloween, but he something's off. It he's been through the same routine over and over again. Yeah, he's missing from Jack's life, and he's doing the same on Halloween year after year. He needs a bit of difference because he's been doing this. I don't know how the how old Jack is, but he's been doing this for a while. Like literally, the day after Halloween, the mayor comes up to his door. He's like, "I have the plans for next Halloween." Like, imagine thinking about this right. holiday twenty four seven. You get burnt out. So he sings an "I Want" song. You know, a Disney "I Want" song. You know. Haven't heard any of those before. Binary Sunset <laughs> leaves the chat. <laughs> and that's not even an I Want song, and we're just springing that up. The actual canon I Want songs are just waiting. But anyways, um, so he kind of sings that song, and Sally's just there. And then uh, another thing about Sally is she's like a Frankenstein's monster sort of thing, and, um, you know. They use that very, like, I like how they use her, like, like what she is yeah they they use it a lot where her limbs are falling off and stuff it's really cool she's and that's uh, unpopular opinion sally is my favorite character just because you know she's cool I, you never yeah. really see a female like um man created monster and now you actually see it and it's really true. cool and plus They're, the scientist is like right. a karen and he's overprotective and you could tell the scientist isn't a bad guy he just doesn't really know how to, like, he thinks um, man-created monsters, like, don't have rights. But you could tell his intentions are, like, not terrible, but he's just kind of unintelligent, in my opinion. He's like a U.S. senator. <laughs> no, let's not get into politics. But uh -huh. No, I totally but... agreed, but let's not get into yeah. that. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not naming parties, so it's fine. Yes, exactly. I'm just, I'm just saying, one of the hundred. <laughs> <laughs> um, one thing that I did like to notice, uh, I like to notice, so the thing that Jack might be missing, it's hinted throughout the movie that it might be Sally. Um, and w it's when I, definitely whenever Sally's on screen, but even when Jack's on screen, you could definitely hear it. Hints of, of yes, Sally's theme. Yeah, it's really cool. It And it works, it works, it works so well. Uh, and fun fact about The Scientist, I, I, if I scroll down, it says in my notes, but they don't say his name until 30 minutes into the movie. What is his name, even? 
I don't know. According to the, <laughs> according to the subtitles, because I watch with subtitles on, um, his name is Scientist. <laughs> Guys, we love a good scientist. That's his oh. actual fucking name. No, no, he has he has a name. Like the mayor says it at one, or Jack says it at one point. But uh-huh. the subtitles just called him scientist. Scientist. Oh, that's fair, I guess. <laughs> it's kind of funny though. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the scientist is just like you know he's there, and then he uh, later in the movie he builds another monster because he's like Sally's an asshole. I gotta build another one. That's funny. Right. Um, but so Jack, Jack's character. It's very clear throughout. Yeah, which which is which is good. You want that from the beginning of a movie. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh and like, can I just mention real quick the shot of Jack in front of the moon? Yeah, and on that like Pride Rock sort of thing is really good. It's the most like iconic shot from this movie, pretty much. You see it and, in all the posters and stuff. Right, and then what I like about that is that the camera shot after that it shifts to Sally right behind the like the tombstone watching. Uh huh. Fun fact for all you listeners: I spelled everything wrong on that bullet point in the notes. <laughs> <laughs> I see you here. I think I wrote Sally behind gravestone is a Nick shot with two C's. <laughs> Nick shot. That's oh yeah, I see that. That's dumb. <laughs> that sounds like an alcoholic. Oh, so like, okay, so ready. I love the fact. That like, um, see, like Sally seems sad about you know having to come back to get her arm, but she just wants to be free. But she knows she like needs her arm, so it's kind of cool seeing later right. how she brings the, she brings like a sewing kit with her later because she realizes that like oh I could just do this and that's a bit of it's not really like mental character development. It's more just like oh Sally gets a bit more intelligent. She. Well, not that she didn't get a bit more intelligent. She's just she's learning from experience. Because yeah. she's not a human. She's like I mean I guess no one in Halloween Town's really right. human. But you know, yeah, it's cool. I just want to bring that up. So Sally's an animated ragdoll who who's locked up in the in the scientist tower, but only gets out when when she makes uh when he knocks him out by making a soup each night. Hmm. Yeah, dude. Honestly, it's... Yeah, that's a really weird, like... It's like a side plot, almost, but it kind of goes into the main plot. And yeah. it's like, you know, you feel bad for Sally, but also... You ever just think Sally could just kill him very easily? Like... Right? Right. And she... I mean, I guess he might be giving her some life support, maybe. Something like that. Like, I don't know. Have to think about that. Who knows? Well, it's it's kind of like the like the parent mentality. Like, have you ever heard someone say, "I brought you into this world, and I'll sure as hell take you out of it." Yeah, yeah, it's, it's that. So, anyways, uh, Jack goes into this forest, and he's like, "Holy crap! There's a bunch of holiday doors." Well, b- b- before we get there, um, so what happens is Zero. We we meet Zero, the ghost dog, mm-hmm. who. Later, just rear it has a light up nose, and he just wants to play, and Jack's not into it. So he throws the bone, which leads him into the forest, and then it cuts the Halloween town where the mayor is going, Jack, Jack, I have plans for the next Halloween. And this is the first time we see Two Face Mayor, which I love. Yeah, I love the Two Face Mayor. 
Yeah, honestly, I think that's like a really cool character design because you don't know really you don't really know what he is. You just know he has like two faces, and it's like a, he's almost like a toy. Yeah, because he like switches. It's really cool. But as he, like that was the scene I was talking about. I have plans for the next Halloween. Like, dude, they're just thinking about this holiday twenty four seven, and obviously Jack's not home, and you see, right. Mayor gets pissed off so easily, the fact that Jack's not home, he freaks out. And then I think the next scene, um, Jack is wandering upon the forest, and he sees all the holiday doors. And he, for long story short, oh, I just want to mention, I forgot to bring up before, when Jack throws the bone to um, Zero, did you realize that's his bone? Like, he... Ripped it off of his like um rib cage. Oh no, I didn't realize that. that that's yeah, he did. It's cool. Down. But then you have to think about how often does he rip his rib cage for that shit? Like, oh no, he's a skeleton. He can't feel. He gets shot down from the military and just gets back up. No, but yeah, but like he's not gonna have a rib cage at one point if he keeps on doing shit like that. Well, Zero's a good dog. He brings it back. That's facts. So. But- after the mayor, it cuts back to the forest with the doors, and you see a shadow of the moon, which I, it, I'm confused about that, and because everywhere else the moon's a circle, but mm-hmm. in the forest, the moon, the, it has like a pumpkin, like picture. It also has like a picture of a pumpkin on it. Is that to imply that, which, I thought was weird, like why why that doesn't fit in continuity? But think about it now. I'm wondering, is that supposed to be, like, the door? When someone goes through the door, they just fall through the sky? And that's why the pumpkin? I have no idea. It's really weird. Honestly, well, they're in Halloween Town still. Even when they're by all the doors. But there's, um, there's a tree. There's, like, um, the trees of doors in every town. That's just, like, sort of an opening portal area, I guess. So, yeah. the reason for the pumpkin moon is that they're still in Halloween Town. That's just, like... The end of it, because there's the, you know, the portals. Which, by the way, um, you look at some of these doors, right? And there's, like, a, there's a Thanksgiving one, there's an Easter one, there's a St. Patrick's Day one. And you're like, what the fuck is in, like, the Valentine's Day one? Is this just people having sex? Well, Come on, just think about that. Yeah, before we move on, I do want to play a real quick, real quick game. Won't take more than, like, a minute and a half. I'm going to name a holiday, and I want to see what you you think is behind each door. Oh, God. All right. Let's St. Patrick's it. Day. <sighs> Bunch of leprechauns. Probably, like, a village. They're drinking stuff. It just goes straight to Ireland. Yeah. <laughs> it's just a portal to Ireland. Uh, President's Day. That's a door? No, That's but not... if, if it oh, was. Oh, my God. Uh, <laughs> I don't fucking know. Uh the presidential debate. Columbus Day. Murder and rape. Uh, and you th- and you, you, no matter where you are, you think you're in India, but you're not. <laughs> you're just not. And last but not least, Arbor Day. Uh, dude, these are harder than I thought, dude. Uh, you go through the tree, you come I out of another you- tree, it's just trees. You're like, wow, I love Arbor Day, and you go back in the tree. <laughs> Dude, I thought you were going to say, like, Easter and shit, but then you just hit me with some trick questions, dog. No, 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 I ain't picking the either way out. 
Okay, All right, get this though. Like imagine there's a pirate day. Imagine there's a tree, right? Okay. Guess what day I'd want it to be. Uh, National Chocolate Pirate Day. Fuck it, let's just go with that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, it it just Pirates of the Caribbean. Yes. <laughs> well, now that we're done with that fun little game. <laughs> Terrifying little game. Arbor Day tree. It's trees. But let's not talk about Arbor Day, let's talk about Chrysler. Chrysler. Chrysler car. I... I think we're just not going to call it Christmas for the rest of the movie. Oops. Yeah, that's like kind of a thing here. <laughs> Christmas. But yeah, anyway, uh, Jack is like a curious little skeleton, and he goes through the Christmas door, and um, like, I almost just called the dog Pluto. What the fuck? Um, Zero must think, you know, Jack is dead, dude. Because he just, what Pluto sees is him getting sucked into this dark void. He he's dead, dead man. Like I know he's dead, but he's dead, man. Oh yeah, Jack's already dead. I forgot about that. <laughs> I always forget that Jack is a skeleton and not a human. So, but so once he gets sucked in, as he's falling down, and he starts to land a Christmas sound, it it plays the overture, but it gets brighter and brighter, and it 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 just comes heightened, and then it pans over to what Christmas Town looks like. And I am so excited to talk about this scene. Yeah, you've been waiting for this. Well, first of all, I just gotta say, the snowflakes and the snow on the ground look so good. I don't know what it is about them. It's just so shiny, and everything just looks so great. I don't know. It's just great. They look so... It's like the snow looks edible. The snowflakes look so crisp. I just love it. So. And... But what I love about it is that Christmas Town is so bright and colorful. It's the opposite of Halloween Town. It's exactly yeah. what Jack needed. It's polar opposite. And just what's this has so much joy and whimsy uh, to it that it just reinvigorates him so much, and it gives him a new breath of energy. And I love it. It's and it's it's the best piece of music in the movie. Yeah. What's this? What's this? It's like Jack's "What the Fuck" song. <laughs> There's a version on on YouTube. I forget who did it. For the, like they they did like they took the scene and they changed the lyrics. Amazing. Yeah, I've seen that. What the fuck is this? <laughs> yeah, um, I've seen that. that's so funny. Uh, at, at one point during the song, White shit everywhere. <laughs> yeah. Um. At, at one point, I so each line he gets more excited. And he he just wants to know what it is and how and how to paint it. Um. The, the one line that I, I pointed out of all the lines uh, was, they got a little tree. How queer. Boys, is it gay to celebrate Christmas? I'm, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. It's, it's okay. Christmas it's okay. is gay now. Hey, that's and that's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. That, yes. that is okay. But, you yeah. know, it's a little gay. <laughs> Guys, there's nothing wrong with being gay or anything, but if you celebrate Christmas, it's kind of gay. Like, come on. I mean, it does mean happy. Yeah, exactly. But at the time, queer wasn't really used too much for that. Well, I think it was used in that sense there. Was it? I don't, I don't fucking know. But that's something that's going to be like a different, like, two generations from now. Like, mm -hmm. they're, they're going to be like, Mom, why did Jack say that about Christmas? It's like, I don't know. Ask your mother. Yeah, exactly. 
Um, so it cuts back to Halloween Town. Amara's like, we got to find Jack. Only 365 more days to Christmas. And what does the what what do the townsfolk respond with? Don't you mean Halloween though? Did I say back in Christmas Town? No, you said um 365 days till Christmas. But it's 365 days till Halloween, but then the town says 364, and, you know, that's just funny. That's, that's just comical. The, that's the it's funny. It's the funny. But then, um, the alarms, you know, sound like a crying child, which is kind of funny, too. It's like, It sounds and, really weird. And, and this is where I pointed out that the Sally's creator's name is Scientist, according to the subtitles. Yeah. So... I love how the mayor, the mayor has like a huge tonal shift. Now he's just he used to be so happy, and now he's just like worried to shit. Right, but so Jack comes. Jack Jack comes back. Mm hmm. Oh, delighted! And he brings he brings some stuff back in a slight. Uh, are we to assume? How, we don't know where the doors work. If we're to assume that the pumpkin's on the moon because you fall from the sky, are, are we to assume that Jack jumped up really high? Or no, he would have found he would have found the the doors. Yeah, he just would have found the the, the doors. He would have just traveled, I guess. Knowing the size of the door from base of Halloween Town, how the hell did he get that sleigh and all that shit in there? I actually don't know. That's really weird, right? Like, like I get like once it got in, it was fine, but like it, like it shouldn't be able to fit. It doesn't. Plus, the kids who kidnapped Santa Claus. How the hell did they? Yeah, I don't. I don't even. They know. got a bathtub in there. Yeah, like, I don't know. Through two but, different doors. Dude, but who cares, though, right? We're just, like, worrying, like, that's physically impossible, or it's a fucking animated movie about a skeleton. So, so Jack calls a town meeting where he describes what he saw in Christmas Town, and nobody really gets it. And Jack, Jack gets that after. Like after closing the curtain, but he's just trying to bring the joy he found. And he, as he's describing it, people are like demonizing the things he's saying. Like he's saying, "This is a gift." The um, all the Halloween residents are like, "What's in it?" Is there like um, I forgot the examples they make, but like they're t talking about like terrible things being in the box. Which like, it, does it bite? Like stuff like that. It's a nice. It's a nice foreshadow for what inevitably happens. It's also, like, a nice way of showing the contrast between the Halloween people and the Christmas people. Halloween people are just, like, they're just, they can't see joy. They only see, the terrifying shit. And when they see all the bright lights, they're like, holy shit. Like, what is this? Right. Which is really cool to see. And it's just really weird, too. I like so, it. I love it. I think at one point... Jack called Santa King Christmas. Uh huh. Um. So does that imply the the a monarchy in Christmas Town? <laughs> Dude, absolute monarchy in Christmas Town. I mean, I don't know. Jack's the pumpkin king, and it doesn't seem like there's like a lot of monarchy. Everyone well, has to say he's the pumpkin king, but he doesn't have any like political force. Santa probably doesn't, but he is King Christmas. I don't know. I don't fucking know. I mean, Santa's always been a bit sus to me, to be honest. I mean, he is wearing red. You know what they say about red? Yeah, exactly. 
Uh, for those of you listening, in the year 2021, which <laughs> may or may not be, Among Us was a popular game in uh, in in the year 2020 in the fall. Among Us. It was later forgot after it got taken over by memes from post-election. Yes. Thank you for history with people who are short. You're five eight. You're not short. Get out of here. This is now short nerd versus average nerd, motherfucker. It's above average. It's okay. <laughs> but, but anyways, uh, yeah. So like, <sighs> pretty much in the next scene, right? Right. You see Sally, and she's like, you know, just chilling. And then Jack Skeleton goes into the scientist's house, and he's like, I need some stuff. I need some stuff. And then he starts experimenting, right? And everyone's like, you know. Something's up with Jack. Something's up with Jack. Because they know, like, what's going on with Jack. Jack has never been like this. He just likes Halloween. But, right. you know, now Jack is experimenting. And the scene before that, Sally and Jack... I See, here's a weird thing. Sally and Jack meet for the first time, pretty much. Or, I I mean, maybe not. But we'll I, just... I think, I think they, they might have known each other. other. Yeah, I guess. It's weird. But they meet, like, on screen for the first time. Yeah, but here's the thing which makes me not believe that. When Sally gives Jack the thing, he's not like, oh, Sally, thank you. He just kind of waves like he never met her. But then in the next scene they're seen together, he's like, oh, Sally. So we have to assume that is the first time they meet. But then in an off-screen scene, they actually, like, make acquaintances. Because if he knew Sally when he Sally gave um, him the basket, why wouldn't he – why does he wave in, like, such a shy way? Well, but – could it be because she's technically hasn't returned back to back to the scientist yet? So she she's like he's trying to keep undercover. Oh, that's like, trying to that's keep her safe. True. Maybe, maybe. Yeah, that actually makes sense. I don't know why I didn't think of that. But then Jack's singing his song while he's you know while the other people are saying you know something's up with Jack. He's like, something's what does it mean? What does it mean? And you're wondering, like, what is going through this guy's mind? Because, like, he's just, like, experimenting with, like, some weird ornament that looks like the motherfucking Death Star. Like, I don't know what he's doing because he, like, splits it open and, like, particles goes into the liquid and the liquid just starts glowing green. I'm like, what's the biology behind that? Like, what? But again, everything, it's a Tim Burton movie. <laughs> well, actually, no, it's a Henry Selick movie. Get fucked. Huh. Wow. Huh. Well, well, you see, they created a new element in Halloween Town called uh, Chris Murray. Um, <laughs> this this is like that one time when I took chemistry and we had a lab of candy using the fake element candium, and I'm just trying to think of a fake name that sounds like Christmas, but I can't. Thank you, AJ. Very cool. Very awesome. <laughs> But then um, Jack goes out the window and he's like, uh, I figured it out. And everyone's cheering. And then Sally's obviously, you know, this is not a good idea. She knows it from the beginning. But, of course, no one listens to her. And, you know, she's, like, biting her lips. She's all nervous. And constantly throughout the movie, she's trying to warn Jack, you know, don't do this. But, of course, he doesn't listen because, you know, then we wouldn't have a plot. And then later in the scene... She's waiting on the line because he's assigning tasks to everyone in Halloween Town. And uh, the scientist comes by. He, she has to hide temporarily. And eventually she comes up. And Jack's like, 
you have to make my Santa suit. She's like, oh, I don't know, Jack. This isn't a good idea. No one listens, obviously. And you're like, what other tasks did everyone get? Like, because at the finished product, you see Halloween Town, and nothing much has changed besides, like, people making presents. Like, that's pretty much it, right? right? Like, uh, if they really wanted Christmas so bad, wouldn't they have, like, made the whole town Christmas? I don't know. It's kind of kind of wacky. But, anyways. Sally does jump out a window and sew herself together, and she feels no pain. I mean, yeah. I mean, because if you look inside her, it's, like, fluff. Yeah, but, like, she became smarter and learned how to, like, put herself back together. Yeah. Which is good. I think this is earlier, though. Now, here's a question. So when Jack's testing stuff out and he's trying to find out the meaning of Christmas. Mm -hmm. If you ask any Christian, they'll say the meaning of Christmas is Jesus. (laughs) So, are we to assume... Oh god, wait, I know where you're going with this. Who in Halloween Town would play Halloween Jesus? You know, that's interesting, because if you look in Christmas Town, there's no fucking Jesus. It's just, you know, commercial stuff, like Santa and Snowman and stuff. Who died for everyone's sins in Halloween Town? Like, what? It reminds me of the Cars thing, where, like, um, there's a car pope, so we just have to assume there's a fucking car Jesus who died for the car's sins. Also, <laughs> that, that's, like, one of my favorite memes. It's so dumb. Right. Also, also, also the one... Uh, the the car from like the sixties. He was like a veteran, which it, uh-huh. which is like, is there a car Hitler? <laughs> was there a car World War Two? Is there just a Stalin car? Like what? I was trying to make a. I was thinking of a pun between communist and cars, but it it didn't match. Car communist. Car communist. That does kind of work. But um, anyways. So then um. I think we have to talk about these three little shits. You want to talk about them? But before we do, we we did miss one thing. When so oh, Jack, uh, Jack Jack realized his plan, and he realized what he had to do. And when he did, he had lights wrapped around an electric chair, and he pulled it. And I I love that shot. Like something about like them just going out one by one as the chair turns on. Yeah. And why did he do that? Who fucking knows? But he just does it. So, um, that was before, too, but now we're- I'm skipping over a few things, because I'm kind of not following the notes this time, I'm kind of just going through shit, so if I skip things, my bad, but, uh, right, now- before, before we get to Lock, Shock, and Barrel, <laughs> I, uh, I just want to mention, A, it took them 35 minutes to say the scientist's name, his name is Dr. Finkelstein. What the fuck? Alright. But, I, 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 like, I literally wrote down, like, holy shit, we're- that's halfway through the movie. Yeah, exactly. And like, it's just the pacing of this just, is wonderful. Just learning his name. Like, but the pacing of this is wonderful. Like, I, I didn't even think, I'm like, that's halfway? Oh my god. Yeah. It makes so, it seem way longer. Uh, do, do, do you want to talk about Lock, Shock, and Barrel? Oh, I really don't. These guys, I hate these guys so much. They're like the fucking uh, hyenas or the gargoyles of this movie, you know? But, but they're not funny or entertaining. Yeah, they're not. I'm like, glad we feel the same way about this. Like, even, like, George Costanza Gargoyle. Like, uh, I could at least stand him. No, I think the Gargoyles were shit. 
I think they were not good. But that's we'll do hunchback another day. But um yeah, these guys were just annoying. The way they talk. They don't have any funny like lines. Like the ki- the kid the skeleton kid is like trying to decide what to do and he's like, let's draw straws and he puts up a bunch of bones and like am I supposed to laugh at that? Like is that supposed uh-huh. to be funny? Haha, uh-huh. get it because they're a skeleton and they're dead and creepy. Ha 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 ha. One of them confused about uh the mayor says, Those are Oogie Boogies boys. I'm like, wait a minute. So you're 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 telling me that this sack of bugs made birth to three fucking human kids. You wanna tell me about that? No no, no. I think uh he he kidnapped my Oh yeah, my... maybe he just kinda took them. I yeah, guess. and 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 like maybe he took them to eat them from like the guy who did it previously, and then he realized, oh, you're better than him, so he ate him, and he's like, you three. Yeah. Yeah, that's kind of cool, actually. But we never get any backstory as to why Boogie's bad, or why these kids are with him, or what the hell Boogie Boogie even is, because he's just a pillow sack with bugs inside of him. Which is, like, the one main flaw of this movie is Oogie Boogie's just a villain. There's no character to him. I mean, yes, he has a lot of character. Like, he's um very outgoing. But we don't know his motive. We don't know what he wants. He is from New Orleans, apparently. <laughs> and, just- um, <laughs> yeah. And then all the kids, you know, they're uh, trying to kidnap Santa. And then you could see, you know, a little montage of all the Halloween monsters decorating for, you know, Christmas. Again, why is the Halloween movie? All the lights are orange. Everything is dark. There's orange paint. There's orange wrapping yeah. paper. It's Halloween Christmas. It's Halloween. And there's, like, yeah. jack-o'-lanterns everywhere. And, yeah, there's a few, you know, cr- more Christmassy stuff. But... It's all Halloween in the end because, you know, they're making it scary. Right. Sorry, I'm going back to the discussion topic a little bit. No, no, it's fine, it's fine. So Jack, he, he, he tells he tells Lock, Shock, and Barrel he has a special task for them to kidnap Santa Claus. Let, he says keep Oogie out of it. Little does Mr. Skull Man know. And, yeah, at first it's Lock, Shock, and Barrel seem like such energetic and exciting demons. And then the worst song in the movie happens. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's so bad. I hate kidnap Sandy Claus. Santa Claus. They don't even say Sandy Claus. They say Santa Claus, I'm pretty sure. No, yeah, I know. But then it cuts to Oogie Boogie rolling the die to be, like, a hint after, like, they threw down the bug. Rest in peace, bug man. Yeah, dude. That I th- How's that bug doing today? Is that cannibalism? Because oh. he's a sack of bugs and he ate a bug. I mean, he's not... He's made up of bugs, but he's not a bug. You know what I mean? I I, I guess kind of like if you if like you like you eat like... You, you eat a ham. Like, you know, pigs are filled with organs and guts, but so are we. But, uh, yeah. In the next scene, um, you know, they're all setting up Halloween and stuff. And you can see Jack is like, Aha, it's working! And, you know, they're cutting off the doll's head, they're, um, taking this, like, raccoon, and they're, like, beating the shit out of it with a hammer, there's a roadkill turtle, so, like, everything is super dark and sinister, dude. I, 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 I would wear that, that turtle hat, though, not gonna lie. You know, I, I would cop the, you know, bat hat, totally. 
No, no, no. Turtles where it's at. Nah, bats. And then I love the shot of the Halloween Town um, timer, the the clock, and it's spinning, and then it pans into the Christmas Town clock. Yeah, that's kind of cool. It's like it's it's such quick tonal shifts. And yeah, and then the next scene, it's you know, oh, little elves making cookies, and then there's the Halloween Town, and someone's you know cutting off a doll's head, and then, oh, you know, that's cute, a bunch of you know elves working, right. and then you get the you know. Mad scientist making skeleton reindeer. So you see the right. contrast. You really do. And I love it. Yeah. And Sally tries to tell Jack about the danger, but Jack doesn't listen. And here come back Lock, Shock, and Barrow with Santa. No, no, it's the, it's the Easter Bunny. Yeah, it's the Easter Bunny first. And you're wondering, like, what the fuck? Just that that's it. What the fuck? Yeah. And then Jack tells him to send him back. And but are we to assume that? No, we we can't assume that he went right back. Dude, I think they didn't. There's no way they just put him back. No, no, so, he was... I, I feel so bad for the Easter Bunny. He was okay, definitely... Okay, he didn't fucking eat... Yeah, I think Oogie Boogie did eat the Easter Bunny. And you're wondering, the same spiel that happened with him and Santa where he sung the song, he must have done the same with the Easter Bunny, and you're assuming the Easter Bunny doesn't speak English because he's a fucking bunny, so he's like, he just doesn't know what's going on, I just feel bad. Do you do you think that Oogie Boogie, like, every Wednesday he practices and choreographs his rehearsal, like his, his yeah, number, just... Just in case, like, like the one day someone comes down here, I'm ready. Yeah, and he really was until, you know, well, we'll get to Oogie Boogie's demise. But, yeah, and then they eventually do get Santa. And, you know, he has, like, uh, a lollipop in his beard, and he's all fucked up. And he's like, what is going on? And the scene where they abduct him is like, wait, so no one else in Christmas Town saw what was going on and stepped in? Yeah. It's so weird, because he's living with Mrs. Claus, and, like, yeah, I don't know. It's kind of weird to me. And also, Jack, Jack told him that he was going to have a, hol- a holiday off, and and he was really confused, and and Santa was saying how Christmas Town is a town of peace and goodwill, so is that to assume that those aren't a thing in Halloween Town? Like, yeah, it's Halloween, yeah. but, like, Jack's not a dick. Yeah, but it's weird, because Jack's being a dick. I guess he doesn't realize how much of a dick he's being, but I don't know. I feel like you know if kidnapping people is wrong. Well, like, but. he's so focused on, like, Christmas and his plan that he's not realizing, like, Yeah, he almost doesn't realize what he's doing wrong. Yeah, that's what I got from it. So, yeah, take away Santa, and you could go through the plot. So, Lock, Shock, and Barrel take Santa down to Oogie Boogie. Uh, he gets, ha ha ha, funny, he's big, he gets stuck in the rafter. And mm-hmm. one of them, I don't know which one, goes, if you could fit down the chimney, you could fit down here. And it goes down, and uh, oh, we get the Mid-South New Orleans bug demon. Yes, to, like, the end of the second act into the movie. Like, we're, like, more than halfway done, and now we're getting introduced to him. And you could see he has bright green neon lights on him. When he opens his mouth, there's a bunch of worms, and... He's such I, an interesting character, but you right. don't know what he wants, right? Like, he has no character, but he has so much character. Yeah, at the same time. This reminds me of uh, Friends from the Other Side, that song. Yeah, it does. It's it's pretty much... It's, like, especially, like, the visuals, too. Yeah, that that's why it's so much like it. And now, he's just, like, fucking with Santa so much. Like, what did now, the man do to you? Now, my question for you... Mm-hmm. 
which is the better song? This or uh, the Yogi Boogie, Boogie song, or what's this? I mean, it's kind of hard because um, what's this is like I mean I don't know I think the Yogi Boogie song is just because there's like so much better visuals obviously. Yeah. Plus he's fucking Oogie Boogie. Come on now. Oh no! Oh yeah! Ooh, I'm really scared. But yeah, he just kind of like spins Santa around and kicks him around. And Santa's such a round boy. It's so funny. I love soccer. <laughs> yes. But anyway, and then like you're assuming like, you know, Santa's now being held captive. So everything's going on in Halloween Town. And Sally puts like frog's breath in the fountain, I think. Yeah. And as, as the band is failing to play Here Comes Santa Claus. Oh my god, it sounds so bad. But yeah. that's that's the point. That's the point. Yeah. And, Again, because it's Halloween. And everyone's like, and everyone's, and fog, Sally puts Frog's Breath in the fountain, and it starts to fog up, and everyone, mm-hmm. which, everyone's like, oh no, Christmas is cancelled, we can't take off. Yeah. I'm like, I'm like, Jack, for someone who's been studying Christmas for the past two months, you don't know about Rudolph? Yeah, but you didn't know he had Rudolph, even though he's had fucking, you know, he's had, um, what's the ghost dog name again? Zero. He's had zero for so long, and zero has a light up pumpkin. So zero uh, again, and if there's so much fog and it's really that much of a threat, how the hell is a little ass pumpkin nose gonna guide the way? Come on now. But I feel like I'm taking the logistics in this movie too seriously, dog. Yeah, I mean, yeah, so am I. Yeah. Okay. We're critiquing it. Well, praising yeah. it. Where we're being fair is what's mm-hmm. happening. Like, see, the one thing with, like, last week was, like, Star Wars, we love Star Wars. We're, like, we, we just kind of praised it. Like, we didn't really get much into it. This one, we're, like, picking it. Yeah. Don't worry. We'll get really into movies when we talk about the Star Wars prequels. We'll fucking bash the shit out of yeah. them. And it's not, it's not that we don't love this movie. It's just, you know, it's not. We have to. There's no such thing as a perfect movie. Yeah. But uh, you think this movie's overrated, but we'll get into that very soon. Well, th- uh, after thinking about it more, I I would change the wording on that. But yeah, but we'll get into that. So anyway, uh, Jack takes off, and it's it's epic time. And <sighs> this is like Sally's song next. And I'm gonna be honest, it feels a little forced. It, it feels like it should have been earlier, right? Because this is like the final act of the movie, the last twenty minutes. And it feels forced. Well, it feels like it, it, it kind of, I, it kind of. I feel like the placement's right though, because she spends like the second night trying to convince Jack not to do it, and then when she fails, she she's just like, I I I don't want him to get hurt. Like she's just yeah, I guess. So I feel like the placement works. It does work actually. Like I, I can't I can't think of like anywhere else I would put it that like doesn't kind of like upset the tone of like what they're going for there. That's facts. Um, Jack is having so much fun flying and landing at Santa. Yeah, and he's terrifying the shit out of everybody. It's um, so great. And then the police station gets called. And it's funny. I I, I think this season that uh, this season uh the this like the the scene in Christmas Town where Jack Santa has the best like composed music like that's not sung like just in the background. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Speaking of music being sung, why does Danny Elfman do the voice of singing Jack Skellington, where he 
but he has a different talking voice, but he, he barely talks. Well, he does talk. It's just like, I don't know, I feel like um, Danny Elfman could have, you know, just done the entire role. Like, I don't know why there's a different speaking voice, too, right? Well, because I think they, they must have, like, brought someone on, and then something, like, must have happened, and, and or, like, wasn't what they were going for, but, like... Right. Like, they like, can't I, just fire him. Well, no, well, they could. They did that with Marty McFly. Uh, they're... Yeah. Like, the, Michael J. Fox is not the original Marty McFly. They wanted him to be, but then someone else was, and then they changed it, because it wasn't working. But, like, it must have been, like, the singing part wasn't working, but they still really liked him as the character, so it was, like, the compromise. Yeah, that's, that's probably what happened. But, like... But the guy who does talking voice gets top bill. Danny Elfman does not get top bill, which is kind of screwed up. And he composed he composed the movie too. Oh really? Yeah, he Danny, D- uh, Danny Elfman was the composer. Well, the more you know. Do 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 do. And um, I like how um, there's more polar opposites happening where it comes to Santa's this big round dude. And he's the good version, and Jack is um skinny. very skinny, and he's the bad version. It's like oh, more contrast. And I just I just realized that now during the podcast, by the way. Yeah, I, I, that's I, even I, more contrast. I, I never thought of that. Directly. Yeah, right. Guys, fat people are always nice. <laughs> <laughs> so that Jack, you know, Jack's having fun. Um, so Jack, so, so they put down these toys that are haunting the kids and stuff. Or we do assume that some of these kids were hurt and or even killed <laughs> by these toys. Yeah, dude. That'd be dangerous. And then, um... Oh, but, but we should mention in the middle of the scene, you know, Sally gets abducted too. Because that happens kind of right in the middle of this whole well, scenario. Well, Sally goes to save Santa. She deuces her leg, and as she's trying to get him up, Oki goes, Oh no! <laughs> and uh, Sally gets fucking game-ended. Well, not but, really, but she gets, you know, abducted. I, I, I like Ogie working with, like, Sally's like, she's like, oh, what do we have here? A coochie coochie coo, a coochie. <laughs> yeah, it was good. Like, like he's trying to get, like, a dog like, out of hiding. Yeah, it was funny. And then where he just fucking, like, warps them back in while they're trying to go on the ladder. How does he do it again? Because, like, does he, like, try to suck them up or something? I think I think he just cuts back to Jack in Christmastown. No, because they go on the ladder, and then... No, I think he does kind of... Yeah, he opens his mouth, and everything sucks up, and that's how he gets Santa and Sally back. He, like, Kirby's them almost. And then it cuts back to Jack, and then he's looking at the list, and then, you know, military forces, and, you know, the sky starts blowing up, and he's like, Look! They're congratulating me on how such a good job I've done. But little does he know, that's not fireworks. That's, you know, people trying to fucking blow up the sleigh. So, <laughs> which is really funny to see. According to Santa, Christmas is a town of peace on Earth. Why the fuck do they have a military? Well, I don't think you get this, AJ. This isn't Christmas town. This is Earth. So is Christmas town just the North Pole? Yeah, it's like it's like a portal to like a different place. But no, he's doing the Santa thing in the real world because that's like what happens. They're not in Christmas Town, right? Yeah, because Christmas Town is where Santa comes from and where he does makes all the toys and stuff, right? But then he gets uh, shot down, and then the saddest song in the movie comes up. And I love how he's um, 
I love how he's just like kind of sitting on this tombstone. It's like an angel tombstone, and you see he's all charred up. He's a fallen angel. Yeah, and I really love it. You want to talk about this scene a bit more? So, he he talked. It it's very like I I love this scene. Like I I I honestly don't know how to put it into words. But he like yeah. sings through what has happened and why like he tried something new and yet. It, it was fun while it lasted, but something's wrong. This isn't him. He's the pumpkin king. He's and trying to he, be something he doesn't... He's not. He realizes he has to bring things back to normal. And then he realizes, oh, they did not leave Oogie out of this. Yeah, he realizes that, oh, shit, Oogie Boogie's in town. And he, then... He's like, why did I hire Lock, Shock, and Barrel? Yeah, exactly. And then he cut back to Oogie Boogie, and then he's just having such a fun time torturing them. You could just tell. Right. He's and rolling then, the dice and stuff. Yeah. So Jack gets back to Halloween Town by jumping through a tombstone and coming out of a tombstone. We just assume that all tombstones are to to uh, to Halloween Town. Is Halloween Town just the underworld? I have no idea. Honestly, I couldn't answer that. But then, um. You know, when, before Jack comes back, Oogie Boogie's, like, pushing the, so Sally and Santa are on this table, and he's kind of pushing this lever, he's like, oh, oh, and he's, they're going closer, closer into the fire. And, well, he's doing a pace with the roll of the die, and he gets snake eyes, and he's like, snake yeah. eyes? And he, I love how he just hits the table, like, has, like, a sword, like, and a And then he, it just goes into a good number. Like, he's like, 11. <laughs> he just rigs it, and then... He flips the table over, thinking they died, and then he flips it back over, and it's Jack, and he's like, hello, Boogie, and you just have to wonder, wait, how the fuck, how does that happen? How does Jack incognitely go on the table while saving Jack and, not Jack, Sally and um, Santa from the fire? How does that happen? Must be Disney magic. Oh, yes, plot armor and Disney magic. But oh. who cares, honestly, it's a good scene. Yeah, so after Jack, you know, leaves the table, let's want to talk about you know this whole spiel. Um, so Oogie Boogie's death kind of feels a little underwhelming because what essentially happens is he tricks him into like the pit, and his he gets his like his his skin off, and all the bugs start falling in to the lava, and it just kind of felt kind of underwhelming. I don't know, I think it was kind of cool, because there was, like, a whole fight scene before where there's like, a spinning platform, and there's... Yeah, like, like it was, stuff. like, it was cool leading up to it, and then I felt like his ultimate demise was just kind of underwhelming. Yeah, I don't know. He was defeated very easily. I like how he's, yeah. like, kind of dancing through the whole thing, though. He's having a great time. He probably didn't take him as a real threat, and that's what probably was his downfall. Yeah. And then he just... Again, just the cockiness killed him, and he gets caught, and then you see... Holy shit! He's just all bugs! All the fabric gets caught in this, like, slow spinny fan thing, and his death is like, what's he say? Like, I, he says, like, one thing, and it gets higher and higher pitch until he's one bug. I don't know. But then, you know, he squashes that last bug. Santa does, actually. And Jack, Jack apologizes to Santa, and he takes his hat back, and he goes, skeletons, and then mutters. There's something wrong with that sandy claws? Bitch, skeletons are great. You're just salty that he took your entire holiday and probably killed some kids in the process. 
And Jack's about to. So Santa goes back, and you see him replacing everything, setting everything back to normal. Uh huh. Um, and Jack's about to confess back in Halloween Town. Jack's about to confess to Sandy, but nah, Mister Mayor ruined the moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, pretty much. And then uh, Santa flies over the town, and he makes everything snow for some fucking reason. Well, so Jack, right? Yeah, before that, just like like five like five seconds before, Jack's about to confess in. And Oogie Boogie's lair still, and and the mayor finds them, and Jack comes back and went the and the, they had plays the Halloween Town music, but in a major key, and I really yeah, like me too. And Santa coming to Halloween Town is such a nice wrap up, like for all like all the side characters. That's not Jack and Sally. Yeah, exactly. Like I put and the nice bow on Santa because they show him as like forgiving. It yeah, the one the happy ending. Yeah, and that joy that. that Jack felt about an hour ago. And then um, you see the scientist. And I keep on going, like, sidetracking. But the scientist has a mother. What the fuck? I don't think that's a mother. I think it's a, supposed to be a wife. Ah, dude, I don't know. My wife. Scary. And I always forget, do Jack and Sally end up falling in love? They do. They do. Uh, uh, and, yeah. and, and, in the end, on the hill in front of the moon... Why do they fall in love, though? Disney. Uh, yeah, Disney. Yeah, that's pretty much it. That's another big flaw I have this movie. They end up falling in love for no reason whatsoever. And then, the credits roll. This movie has an 8 out of 10 on IMDb and a 95% round Tomatoes. What are your overall thoughts on the movie, Brian? Now, I really love this movie. I really do. But, you know, it's not perfect. But I think right. it's a great movie, and I think it, it's never going to get old. It, it never ages. You see um, old, you know, claymation, like, and you're like, oh, okay, that looks outdated. This movie will never get outdated. It's timeless. It's a timeless classic. I think everyone should watch it. It's a great movie. But you think it's kind of, you know, you think it's good, but, you know, just how about you just say? So... Uh, this movie's great. Like, I, uh, you, like you can't not like it. Uh-huh. Um, I don't agree with the Rotten Tomatoes score. I agree with the IMDb score, but probably like a little bit more. Um, you know, earlier I was saying it's over, like, and uh, a couple of days ago I was saying how it's overrated. I think, I think it's more overhyped, because like. Yeah, it's great at world building, but people treat it like it's the greatest movie of all time. Like it's perfect. They sell so much merch. Like they hold Jack on a pedestal, and like it, like it's great, but it it's kind of overhyped. I could get behind that, maybe. I don't know. I like think the- it's it's the first claymation movie that really got like um to the big screen. Yeah, and but people like, this- like got popular, and I don't know. Some people, like, this is, like, Citizen Kane to some people. And that, like, doesn't... You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, I get that. I get it, that. It shouldn't be Citizen Kane. It shouldn't. It shouldn't. Yeah, people kind of treat this movie as if it's, like, the Bible. And I'm like, guys, calm down a little bit. So I don't think it's overrated. It's a little overhyped, though. Yeah, I, I think that's the best way to put it. And after going through, be- be- before we get to the voting for the movie of the week... Mm-hmm. Christmas or Halloween? We gotta pick one. We have to sell on Halloween, I feel like, dog. Come yeah. on. Come on, it's a Halloween movie. 
Well, why don't you let us know down below? Well, hey, well, hi. Let's see. Let's see. Yeah, let's see what the viewers think. Maybe we'll pin some of your comments. Who knows? Who knows? But be before we get out of here, let's let's see what the people want to say. Ryan, you won last week. Movie of the week with seventy two percent. What are you nominating for this week's movie of the week? I'm gonna nominate. <laughs> I'm gonna nominate Star Wars Episode One: The Phantom Menace. What are you gonna nominate, AJ? So I I I I have a story behind my nomination. I I always like to give a reason when I nominate movies. Mm -hmm. Um, the Animaniacs they're they're re they're rebooting it on Hulu this year in November, and they released the first teaser trailer, and it was a Jurassic Park parody with Spielberg because you know it's both Spielberg products of when they first see the dinosaurs, and I fell in love with it. I'm so excited, but it also made me want to watch Jurassic Park. So yeah, bro, that's the other movie, Jurassic Park, just the original. Yeah, not, not and not, not the fucking Alan, not that the original. Alan. Okay, wait before before we go, what's the Alan moment of this movie? There, is, I don't think there is any. <laughs> I'm gonna be honest. Oh, I'm sad. <laughs> what would you think it would be? The Easter Bunny. I don't know. The Easter Bunny. How does that make sense? It's just, it's just, he's just the Easter Bunny. Because, listen, man, I just want to shoehorn Alan in there. It's such a bad part of that movie. Dude, we'll shoehorn Alan into everything else. Trust me. We'll Alan. be able to. Alan. Dude, we'll, we'll do Jurassic Park 3 eventually, but we got to wait a little bit. Y'all will see. We'll spend 10 minutes talking about fucking Alan. Trust me. We will. Well, eventually. until we get there, you can vote on our social media on Twitter or Instagram. Yep. The next episode will be out on Friday of the week that this is released. It's a two-episode week because we something happened in production. Oops. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry about that, dude. But, hey, it happens. Thank you yeah. all for listening. Be Thank you, uh, guys. If you're listening on YouTube, uh, liking and commenting and subscribing is nice. Give it a uh, thumbs up. Why not? Yeah. Um, if you're going to uh, win this inevitably gets to the podcast feed, do make sure to subscribe. It'll give you a notification, like on the podcast feed, give you a notification to how much we, we upload. And thanks for listening. And you know what they say. Alan! <laughs>